Josh, it's, it's happened again. I can't believe it's happened again. It just keeps it's happening again. <laughs> We're just innocent men, just normal men trying to play some video games in the video games we keep getting <sighs> seem to be on fire, even the ones we love. Why does this happen to me personally? <sighs> At some point, and, and obviously there is so much going on right now with regard, in regards to the state of Redfall. Obviously it was a very anticipated game over on Xbox. It's this really cool looking vampire multiplayer shooter thing that also kind of doubles as a single player game. We're going to get to the various issues and that are dragging this game down, but we're here on another AAA launch day and the game is on fire. You might have already seen some stuff on social media. You might already see some headlines doing the rounds as to the general state that Redfall has released in. That being AI that's all over the place, various bugs and glitches, visual things. It's just one of those games or one of those instances where the game needed just needed more time. Yeah. Just, you know, just push it back a bit more, whatever you need. Um, the assumption being that because the bottom line is taken care of by the likes of Game Pass or the fact that you're effing Microsoft at the top, you could push the game back more. But for whatever reason, Redfall is out and it's not doing very well. And that's such a shame, man. Like, I've not played the game myself yet. This is just Same. going off the early reviews, but the early reviews tell me to wait because of the <laughs> litany of bugs that seem to be in this game. Mm. Like I said, that's a major shame because I love Arcane. Mm. And even though I wasn't wowed on the previews for this title, mm. I thought the setting had a lot of potential. And I love, like I said, you know, Prey is incredible. I really am a huge fan of Deathloop as well. I know there's some kind of backlash to that game. But these developers haven't missed for me yet. Right, so to right. see Redfall come out so hot is such a shame even if the writing was maybe on the wall with the kind of announcement that it was initially targeting 60 frames per second and then it was announced that it was only going to be 30 mm. to the point where some copies of the game have 60 frames per second written on the box and have a sticker over it saying like this isn't true <laughs> That's anymore which is kind of crazy that mm. was an indicator that this thing was coming in hot especially mm. after it was already delayed but you know we always complain about Xbox lacking you know great games so to me the fact that this is the big one to kick off their 2023 and they haven't given Given it that extra time, I just have to think, what's happened? I'm kind of just going to hope that Hi-Fi Rush gets more appraised over time. Like, there was a lot of people played through that game. I finished it when I went through it. I noticed that as I got chapter by chapter, the achievement completion percentages dropped down so much into the decimal points. Not that many people were getting through it across the weeks, the initial weeks, when that game came out. But I think that's one of the most fascinating parts of this, um, is the wider conversation on it. I'm going to be diving into Red 4. We're going to give it a shot. You know, We'll, we'll cover it as we go forward. Check out the World Culture Gaming Podcast um, every week for things like that. But I think the conversation right now is, how did we get here? And things like... Um, um, the the sticker being amended after yeah. it goes to print reminds me of No Man's Sky where they had to remove one of the multiplayer um, stickers from the back of that game um, which just speaks to a weird sort of miscommunication in the marketing department about exactly what this game is um, right. and you know when various features get you know stamped when they go to print and things like that and um, also you mentioned your know, Arcane's um, pedigree so far like I adored Dishonored I couldn't get on board that much with Dishonored 2 or Deathloop and I haven't finished Prey <sighs> so I'm not the best Arcane fan but I loved, I loved Dishonored 1 um, and it's one of those things that when you look Look at the games, um, you know, their Metacritic scores, their overall pedigree. They are one of the most beloved devs in the industry. Yes. And to fall this much is speaks maybe more to the wider whims of what Bethesda maybe wanted them to do or something like that. I don't know. That's my big question because, you know, Arkane have always released excellent games mm. that a lot of people like, but they've never been a mainstream hit. They've never right. been on the level, at least in terms of commercial success, as other, de other Bethesda developers, right? You know, the, all of those games that I mentioned there didn't get, you know, stressed 
atmospheric sails. They didn't absolutely set the world on fire. And I think even a few weeks ago, um, uh, Arkane was even saying, you know, Bethesda wasn't sure if they wanted um, a Dishonored 3, so that's how uh, they eventually got Deathloop. It's a famous story that the only reason they could make Prey was if it had the Prey name. You know, the people in Arkane didn't want to call it Prey, didn't want to be associated <laughs> with that franchise, envisioned it as a new IP, and Bethesda said, well, you can make this game if it's a prey Just game. Just call it prey. And it's that kind of mismanagement of this team specifically that's always been a little bit frustrating because they have this quality, they have this potential. So when reviews come out and say that, you know, this is an arcane game arcane game mm. that doesn't really seem like a fit for the studio because it is more of a shooter than an immersive sim mm. like the other games that the developer has released were, that is a shame because it's like, why are you trying to fit this square peg into like a circle live server shaped <laughs> hole? It just doesn't seem to make any sense to me on the outside but maybe it makes sense to Arcane on the inside maybe they really wanted to make this game but mm. I just don't know my gut says there was a version of this that obviously they really wanted to make from the go I think that's the whole thing that's beautiful about Arcane is obviously you can take all of their various games but you can always feel authorship you can always feel that they have a soul that they always wanted to be made and there are that's what creates the best games to talk about I think there was always a lot of talking points that came out of each of their games whereas Redfall obviously they're still going to be talked about um, but the various components that are being dragged right now are things like the loot system are things like an attempt at the multiplayer that kind of tries to walk a line between the game being satisfying for a single player almost more like a Far Cry first person exploration in an open world but also having the ability to let players beam in and kind of turn it into a Left 4 Dead or a yeah. Back 4 Blood on the fly and you can see why that would be a really cool idea on paper but I think that that kind of clashed with the way the game was marketed um, only really recently in some of the more hands-on previews did people say actually no there is a really worthwhile single player component but now we're here and it's all about loop being all over the place and things like that well even Deathloop which reviewed extremely well had this issue with the marketing right up until launch you know we mm. saw so much for that game but it was initially announced with a heavy focus on the uh, asynchronous multiplayer asymmetrical sorry asymmetrical mm -hmm. multiplayer system that was in there mm -hmm. and then over time marketing kind of veered away from that and just kind of went oh yeah no it is mostly a single player game there is that multiplayer element but it does play very similar to a Dishonored to a Prey and then this has kind of followed the same suit where they've got all in on the multiplayer elements mm -hmm. at first mm -hmm showing those off and then kind of gone oh no but it is it is still fine it is still <laughs> an arcane game at heart and that's mm -hmm. where the frustration kind of comes in for me personally because I think that the world they've created with Redfall that's, looks cool. It looks so cool, mm -hmm. and that's what gets me in. I love even, like, the box art looks absolutely yeah. sick. Even I the logo. The exaggerated design, the logo, the aesthetics. Arcane have already, always been great when it comes to aesthetics. Mm -hmm. It's just the eventual release. I'm still going to play it, but I am disappointed by these reviews, and I'm particularly disappointed not necessarily with the gameplay changes that have been made or the gameplay overhauls in comparison to their other releases, but the state of the game in terms of the glitches and yeah. the issues and the performance issues. That's the thing I can't get away from. That's the thing I can't can't rationalize because like I keep saying, you know, this was a big release for Microsoft mm. and they've kind of just pushed it out seemingly to die. When we do a games that were sent out to die list in the future, oh, this will absolutely be on it because <laughs> it's in between, you know, Star Wars Jedi Survivor and it's in between Zelda Tears of the, Tears of the Kingdom. Mm -hmm. And these reviews aren't going to be strong enough to allow it to fight in that space. And again, no. it's a shame for the developers because I, I love this team. I just, I feel like overall we are, we'll probably get some sort of Bloomberg, Kotaku, some sort of, you know, Jason Schreier, some sort of behind the scenes breakdown of exactly what happened with this game because I just feel like when you look at it it feel and especially like I said when you look at the pedigree of Arcane you can tell that they started with an idea 
um, or the assumption of an idea, and somewhere along the way were these conversations on frame rates or these conversations on multiplayer components um, or asynchronous multiplayer or whatever it is. Um, and I think that's the, the part that just doesn't... It feels like somewhere along the line they had to hit a release date and this, this right. is the version we got. Um, and I'm just curious, what did it start as? What kind of happened during development? Um, and how did this... You know, how did we get to this stage where it's almost another Halo Infinite? Like, the, the state of this thing in terms of the bugs and glitches um, for, a, for a first-party title, when your direct comparisons are going to be Tears of the Kingdom or the first-party Sony stuff, it's kind of crazy that you are letting this happen. What I think is not hilarious because it's not really funny because, no. like I said, I have a lot of... <laughs> The ridiculousness of it. Absolutely, yeah. but it is crazy to me that Microsoft buys Bethesda and all of the studios that they own, including Arkane. Mm. Arkane specifically still has a few deals in place with Sony to release Deathloop initially as a PlayStation 5 exclusive. Mm -hmm. That game comes out, it's, you know, it reviews really well, in incredibly well received, even if it's, you know, has a little bit of backlash. Mm -hmm. And then, finally, Microsoft comes in and is able to get one of their games for itself. It's like, right, okay, the, the true Microsoft arcane <laughs> Bethesda era begins with this, and then that game comes out and it scores in the 60s on Metacritic <laughs> and it's kind of on fire and it's like, the assumption when Microsoft buys these studios Mm. is that the quality is going to be there. Yes. You know, we talk all the time on the podcast on these uh, news videos about Starfield and how Bethesda can't afford to have a buggy launch and you would hope that Microsoft has a base level of quality that it needs to hit. But you look at games like this and you think, in, in Halo Infinite, <laughs> and you think, is that just something we have imagined or we are, you know, absolutely way too ambitious mm. um, hoping for? I just, I don't know. I, you want to give the people at the top the benefit of the doubt, the likes of Phil Spencer, the people at the very, very top who are checking these games before they go out. It's nowhere near as simple as just checking over a factory line of games <laughs> and looking for marks on the, the cover, the texture, and go, okay, that's cool, ship it out. I think the double-edged sword of the way that Microsoft, oh, sorry, Xbox run things is they want teams to have independence and they trust those teams, um, but I wonder how how hands-on they are towards the end of development. It felt like with Halo, they didn't realize what state Halo Infinite was in until about two weeks before it was, and that was after it got shown off. Yeah. And then we all saw it, we saw the Craig memes and everything, and then they said, okay, fine, you guys can have an extra year, and they pushed it back. Um, like I said, trusting a team is a double-edged sword in that regard. If you're not checking over some sort of you know final check or whatever to make sure it's worth the first-party endorsement, I think that that's an interesting conversation in itself. It's not that I want you know the teams to be overly policed by the people at the top. Um, it leads to potentially homogeneity, like what Sony is seeing. Um, but I think the other side of that is the potential for a game to just launch naked ass like this, yes. and we just see all the bugs all at once. Um, speaking of things that are on fire, um, pivot into something that might be slightly less on fire by today, um, which is the other news story of. Uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor being patched immediately on PC and on consoles this game had a horrific launch not that we've yes. ever heard about that before no. um, but worst of all on PC um, the game just really really struggled to run obviously the reality of people having different PC builds meant that it was very hard to optimise for all those different rigs um, but there isn't a patch or there was a patch going out on Sunday for that and consoles are being patched today uh, on Tuesday we're on so yes we are what, on Tuesday I wanted to do on Tuesday we had a bank holiday I don't have any oh. idea what time uh, is anymore yeah I want to talk about this Scott Tilford yes. because it follows on nicely with the Redfall news because recently, right, all of the big games that have disappointed in terms of their technical prowess, mm. in terms of releasing in a buggy state with dodgy frame rates and a bunch of bugs and glitches, mm. why have they all been the next-gen games? You have right. Jedi Survivor, you have Redfall, you had Gotham Knights last year. These are next-gen only titles mm. 
that are coming out and you expect them to be polished, you expect them to harness the power of the new machines, and all three of those games have come out in an extremely dodgy state. Mm -hmm. I love Jedi Survivor. I'm still having a good time with it. I think I've got very fortunate that I've got a pretty stable build and uh, the version that I play on the PS5 in quality mode, but right. I'm very aware that millions of other people are not getting the I experience that I'm getting, you know, especially yeah. in the PC space. We did a video on that at the weekend. That thing is an absolute nightmare, yeah. but the next gen versions are only marginally better and still have their issues and I just kind of ask the question why is that happening when you have presumably cut off the older machines to harness this power and then you aren't harnessing it very well and it's spilling through your fingers I <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if it is some sort of executive decision just saying cut off the final gen the last generation of consoles we're moving full bore into the new systems and assuming that whole process is far easier than it is hmm. and then all the developers all the people that have to actually go in there and make that stuff work um, buckle under the weight of it and you get results like this um, you know like I said what we mentioned before the idea that um, Redfall box art is being changed after it goes to print is a, just a humongous red flag um, as to how things should be going in regards to frame rates and what we're actually trying to aim for. Um, a kind of conspiracy theory that's doing the rounds with Jedi Survivor is that that game was always going to be in 30 FPS because it was you know, an older gen game or whatever. Now it's next gen exclusive or yes. at least it's geared that way yeah, and there yeah. is a performance mode um, but the performance mode is all over the place. The only way that you were saying you can get a stable frame rate or something better is to turn off usage sharing in the options um, which again did the rounds over the weekend of all these sort of homebrew fixes to try and get a stable frame rate. Thankfully it's been officially patched. Respawn have said that they're committing to various patches across the coming weeks when there is one already out now. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't help the fact that every single game that's releasing is kind of busted. I'm going to shout at you about this in the podcast <laughs> because these games are £70. That's the thing, they're more expensive. so much money. They are oh. more expensive. They come with higher expectations and personally they have disappointed me from a technical standpoint. Like I said, I can and I will mm. shout the praises of Jedi Survivor but it is inexcusable for me to release a full-price next-gen product yep. in Habit have these issues. I know this is not a new issue. I know this has been, you know, present in the gaming industry since forever, mm -hmm. really come into its own over the past 10 years, but with the price hike, with the next-gen machines getting off to a kind of stalled start and now just becoming readily available and we're starting to see a proper push towards next-gen-only experiences, mm. that's when I just kind of think, what am I paying for? Why Literally. am I getting burnt? Because I'm, you know, investing all of this money into <laughs> these games and you can't even, you know, give me a stand frame rate when I walk around some water. Well, that's the thing. Not unlike Darth Vader yelling up the hill. You were the chosen one. Actually, that's that's Obi-Wan. Not that's Obi-Wan. It's still Star Wars. It's close. It is down the hill as well. Someone's still. burning. Is it's what someone's I'm saying. burning. Something's on fire. Something's on fire. My point is that, yeah, I completely agree. What the hell are we paying for? That whole thing of, you know, the assumption of, you know, better frame rates, better resolutions. It'll just work. We're buying all this high-tech SSDs, everything else. That'll take care of all the problems that we have. But now the conversation that we're having is uh, trying, to, trying to get a game working at 30 FPS. Because yeah. the way that Jedi Survivor splits its um, you know, visual modes and performance modes, it's quite a noticeable dip in the visuals if you go down the performance route. Um, but it does start to play a bit better, but then it can't hold a solid 60. So even if you're sacrificing the visuals, it still doesn't really work. So funny, don't want to rag on this game too much, but it's um comparison screen where you have quality mode and performance mode. <laughs> I've never seen a game tool on itself so hard. Like the, the performance example that you get is so <laughs> pixelated and blurry. It it's like terrible. why would it, it's almost like they're doing that best to say do not pick this you know do when, not pick this mode go quality
quality mode. Look at the state of that. And I'm yeah. like, why would you do that to your own game? It's like if someone, and we've done it before as well, when you try and show like a worse graphics mode or something in a YouTube thumbnail and <laughs> someone pixelates half the screen, that is how bad that option is. And it's like, well, I don't want to pick that. That no. looks like hell. Um, but obviously the performance mode does run a bit better when it can hit that frame rate. We'll see what happens. Point being that the frame, uh, that the frame rate patches are out for the PC version, the console versions. Um, but yeah, yet another game that came in hot. Not to discount the qualities of Jedi Survival. We're going to talk about that more on the podcast. Because um, that game is very, very fun to play really is, when it man. works. Um, but let us know what you think down in the comments below, I guess, of the state of Xbox, the AAA space, the red, the Redfall. The Redfall. And the Star Wars Jedi Survivor. For now, I've been Scott from WhatCulture.com. I've been Josh from WhatCulture.com. <laughs> Forgot my both name. Don't know what time it is. On fire. Bye-bye. Bye. You were the chosen one, Scott. <laughs>